0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Podcast, CBS Sports, a daily NFL podcast. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. Happy Holidays as well. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. We're going to look at some Week 17 lines. Whew, week 17. Cannot believe the season is already wrapping up. Joining me to do so, as he does every week. This time, however, dressed like a elf, for lack of a better term. A fuzzy little furry elf. Furby elf. John
1: Breach, what's up, buddy? Brinson, I'm wearing my lucky Christmas onesie. I'm wearing uh, Santa. Santa! oh my
0: God Santa.
1: I'm wearing a, a quarter zip and drinking bourbon which makes this like every other podcast I'll be honest Princeton. <laughs> once you start drinking bourbon I'm surprised you're wearing anything
0: uh, actually I'm wearing a, uh, my parents shout out to uh Anna Bob mom and dad for uh the lovely uh quarter zip they got me a little red quarter zip it looks very nice perfect for you yeah, holiday. I got the holiday colors on uh, I'm gonna try and dig up a Santa hat for the recap pod. Make sure to tune in after Sunday night football. And I'm sure at some point I'll rant about the method in which Roger Goodell allowed the NFL to take over the holiday season. It's been fun, I guess, but my gosh. Not like, bad. It's not bad, but it's just like a little bit much. Like you could have, you know, just not, done it. Anyway, anyway, we got best bets. Your, your early bets, my lines that will move. Let's dive in. You got five of them. I believe what's your first
1: Brenton. I have four of them and number one is coming up this Thursday night in Nashville, Tennessee, when the Dallas Cowboys play the Tennessee Titans. Dallas is favored by nine and a half. Let me tell you this. The Cowboys might win by four touchdowns. I think I would take this point spread up to 20 points, and I am not even kidding. The Tennessee Titans have nothing to play for. Mike Frabel is going to bench everyone. I mean, he was even asked about it after the game Saturday, and he didn't deny it. He said, if those guys are beat up, I'll take a look at that. Let, just to be clear, no matter what happens in this game, the Titans will be playing for the AFC South title in Week 18. It does not matter if they win in Week 17. It does not matter if they lose in Week 17. And so since they are a banged-up t- team, I expect we to bench everyone. They don't care about this game, especially because it's a four-day turnaround. You're not going to risk any starters uh, on just three days rest, especially coming off the Christmas weekend. Uh, so I expect the Cowboys to roll
0: here. Yeah, now the... I I agree with you completely. And I think that the Cowboys actually, I think there's a line that'll move too. I think this will get above uh, 10 easily, especially when we start hearing who Mike Vrabel is going to sit. Like Malik Willis is playing the rest of the season for the Titans because Ryan Tannehill is out. If you roll Derrick Henry out against the Cowboys and he like sprains his foot in the first quarter or the fourth quarter or whatever, you're going to feel like an idiot because you won't be able to play him against the Jaguars for the AFC South title. By the way, just a fun fact. um, My brother Charlie has been planning to go down to Jacksonville to stay with my shout out Aunt Susan to go to the Jaguars Titans game in week. Susan. Uh and today my cousin Jay came over and said that he was taking his son Thomas down. He's like, Yeah, we Thomas Thomas is a diehard NFL fan, um, Vikings fan, actually. But he wants to um he wanted he wanted to go see an NFL game. And so Jay like planned it out, and ended up scheduling to go down to the Titans Jacks game in Jacksonville. So, like the, these two family members are both going to that game and had no idea they were going thought it could be Sunday Night Football pretty exciting. I agree with you, the Jaguars, I mean
1: the Titans, Cowboys. Uh, real quick, you mentioned Tannehill. I think uh, Ian Rappaport reported on Saturday. So Tannehill underwent surgery last week, and he did it early with hopes that he could possibly be on the field in week 18. Oh, really? It, it wasn't like a super serious surgery. All surgeries are serious, but... Uh, so there is, I would say like a 10% chance oh. based on the wording in this report that Tannehill wants to be out there with the playoff spot in the line. I doubt it happens, but let's not just eliminate it because right. it's the, there's, so you're saying there's a chance there might, there's a tiny little chance, but it's probably Malik Willis. Wait for Billy to hit that little audio thing. All right. What's your next best bet? Next best, bet is the Washington commanders against the Cleveland Browns. Look, The Browns had home field advantage against the Saints on Saturday. It was the coldest game in Saints history. There's no reason a team from the South that plays in a dome should have been able to beat the Browns, and they did. Since Deshaun Watson took over as starter, came back from that suspension in Week 12, the Browns are scoring one offensive touchdown per game. That's it. They can't score. Now they're playing a good defense. Uh, The Browns are playing for nothing. They have nothing to play for. The Commanders... Playoff hopes are kind of on the line this week and they're only favored by two and a half. I have a tough time seeing the Browns scoring on the commander's defense and it's new year's Eve. You know, like they're on the road. They got to play a new year's day game. They have nothing on the line. They're, you know, you might be up late. Who knows? I like the commanders in this spot as a yeah, the commanders. Home. If the commanders
0: lose one and the Packers went out, the Packers are going to the playoffs and not the Commanders. So they uh, went out, they go to the playoffs. They know what's on the line. I think that's a pretty good look. Cleveland stinks. They just stink. Like, I'm kind of glad they stink too. By the way, like P- pu—they smell like a poop emoji. I guess emojis don't smell, but they smell like a piece of poo, which is similar to their, um, whatever they're, they're, their their colors. Color. Yeah, their color. <laughs> they're, they're yeah. Anyway, uh, what's next? I, I,
1: I tend to, I tend to like that too. Two and a half is a little fishy.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: next is Giants Colts. The Giants are three-point favorites over Colts, and this is another one of those situations. I actually thought the Giants looked good against the Vikings despite the loss Saturday. Uh, They played well. You know, Not many teams lose on a 61-yard field goal. That's one of those improbable (laughs) things that rarely ever happens. And so you have a Giants team that's going to be desperate. They need to win. They clinch a playoff berth if they win. So this is a huge game. This is – hey, we can take week 18 off and rest everyone and get healthy if we can win week 17. And so when you put in those terms and then you have the Colts who have to turn around and play on a short week because they're playing on Monday night and then play on Sunday in New York. And don't forget, the Giants played Saturday. So they're actually getting two days of extra rest over a Monday night team versus a normal week where it's Sunday and Monday. This is Saturday and Monday. Uh, So, you know, if this was like four or five points, I'm not sure I would take the Giants here. But if. At a field goal or lower, uh, I like New York. Yeah, don't don't blame me for that at all. Talk about a coaching
0: mismatch between Brian Dable and, uh, and and Jeff Saturday. I think there's a chance that this line could move two, uh, depending on what happens on on Monday night. If the Colts just look like total trash, and remember, they're going to Nick Foles. So Matt Ryan's on the bench now. Jonathan Taylor's done for the year. they they're not a good football team they you know, probably don't mind losing at this point because you're you know, boosting your draft pick. Wouldn't be shocked if this line moved a
1: little bit as well. What's your final best bet? The final one is the same team I've used for the past five weeks. It That's is the Cincinnati Bengals. I feel like a 12 and one against the spread stretch. Look, I'm not sure if you've noticed that I've mentioned them every week, but I have certainly been mentioned every week. This is the fifth week in a row. And in the past four weeks, guess what? They've won, and they've covered every time I've made them a best bet. And now they're a home underdog in prime time on Monday Night Football. This is as juicy as it gets. Look, the Bengals are the hottest team in the AFC. I, the Bills and the Chiefs, that's all anyone's talking about. The Bengals haven't lost since October. They have the longest winning streak in the AFC. They're playing some of the best football of the year. I, I, I was a little bit worried that you know the the, the Bengals are going to be losing Lael Collins. He's out for the season. He won't be out there Monday night. By the the way, I called that that as soon as that injury happened. That that? that was gruesome. Just look at the replay. It was gruesome. But the Bills, they lost Von Miller for the season. So their pass rush isn't as vaunted as it was a month ago. Uh, So I I think the Bengals will be okay without Layel Collins. It's not ideal, obviously. Uh, But you know what? I'll be honest, Brenton. I think right now, as of today, the Bengals are playing better football. That doesn't mean that they're necessarily the better team. That doesn't mean they will be the better team in the playoffs, but I think right this second, the Bengals are playing better football on the bills. And I think they cover as a one and a half point underdog. Don't think that's crazy at all. All right. Is that your full, that's your full list of best bets, right? That's it, man. That's it.
0: All right, well, let's take a break. When we come back, I will give a couple lines that I think could move
1: next. Robert half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this.
0: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
1: It's, it's holiday season. The, the pods are going to be shorter. <laughs> <But> nobody, so <laughs> short. But wait, wait. Billy's out here in the comment section saying, are the Bills better? Are the Bengals better than the Chiefs? They just beat the Chiefs. Yes, they're better than the Chiefs. I mean, okay, the then, Bengals Bengals I had to get that are, off
0: my chest. Breach thinks the Bengals are better than Jesus. Uh, happy birthday, Jesus. Yeah, happy birthday, Jesus. You mentioned the Cowboys. I think that line moves against past 10 easily. Uh, the Cowboys are still technically – Fighting for the division, I think. Yeah. I mean, they could, they could win out. Eagles lose out. No Jalen Hurts. They could, they could steal the division. Not not that crazy to
1: suggest that. Um, and, well, to that point, Princeton is that when they play Thursday night, they, they're still in the division race. So they, they're they going to think, hey, let's ha- we have to win this game because the Eagles could you're win You're not Sunday. playing Monday
0: with the Eagles winning on Sunday. Right, you're, right. You're exactly. Like, exactly. Like, Look, if Hurts didn't play in, like, let's go out there and pound this Titans team that's probably going to rest people. And Doug Peterson – also, I believe hinted that he could rest some people. He said, we'll, "We'll look at that." He comes from the Andy Reid coaching tree. Andy Reid loves to rest people in spots where he can. And to that end, I think that the Texans catching four and a half from the Jaguars at home, we could see that line move a little bit as well. Like, I don't think. I mean, it's tricky because like you don't want to rest. You know, you don't want to rest everybody and like keep Trevor Lawrence in there and wait. You know, not like you don't, you want to give Trevor Lawrence reps. This is a game they can easily win. I don't know that Doug Peterson is going to rest a ton of people because I think he wants to keep this momentum going. But I think if they get any kind of a lead, that he'll sit people in the second half, pull them out early, knowing you don't want anybody to get hurt. This Week 18 matchup is coming up. And if, if we start hearing chatter about that during the week, that line is going to move based on what Doug Peterson decides to do. Um, I, I, you know, so I'm sort of kind of I, – I, part of me is worried he's going to try to ride the momentum of how well the Jaguars have been playing. But I also think he understands the importance of getting – you basically could give guys like half a bye week. Or a full bye week for some guys who are banged up, and then you're going to that division title game against the, against the, the Charger against the, the Titans, excuse me, which will presumably be on on Sunday night if the Buccaneers and, and Panthers aren't there. I think the Giants line
1: that you mentioned will definitely move. Well, and real quick, Jacksonville's coming off a Thursday night game this past week, so that's, it adds talking, that adds. to you guys are
0: banged up. Like you can like, take a veteran and give him some legitimate time off, and you just have a simplified game plan. You, you know, you you feed you, it's like a. Uh, who's the is it? Jamichael Hasty is their backup. Who's their backup to, to Travis Etienne? Um, yeah, Hasty plays a little bit. I'm just thinking, like, if, if I'm if I'm Doug Peterson, I am I am taking a simplified game plan. I'm pounding the ball against yes, yeah, Jamichael Hasty. They got Snoop Connor. Like, I am not putting Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence at extreme risk. Like all these guys that you need to have ready for for that final game of the season. Um, also Chiefs at Broncos, Broncos at Chiefs. Chiefs minus 12. I know the Chiefs haven't covered a whole lot lately. Dude, the Broncos freaking stink. And this line could move, might have already moved based on what we saw from the Broncos on, on Christmas Day. Just a horrendous performance in Los Angeles. There's I mean, a chance we see a lot of Brett ripping in this game too, like... I mean, Russell Wilson needs a mental break. I, I don't I don't know that it does him any good. I hope that they they sit Russell Wilson down so that way he has to spend the rest of the, the entire offseason knowing he has just as many touchdown passes as bathrooms in his house. Don't think it's crazy that that line could move. Um, Patriots plus two against the Dolphins. and Seahawks minus one against the Jets. I feel like either one of those could scooch up a little bit or closer to the paint. like if you if you like the Patriots, I think I guess take them now. Uh, Miami played pretty well in the snow, but that I wouldn't be shocked if that line uh, slid a little bit that way. And then Packers minus three and a half breach hosting the Vikings. Green Bay got it done against Miami, wasn't pretty the entire way. I think that line could tick up a little bit. I know, I know Minnesota plays in, in close games, but the Packers are playing. The Packers know what's in front of them. They took care of business on the road against a playoff playoff caliber team, and now they get two home games against division rivals to potentially get in the playoffs.
1: Uh, I'm going to say one thing about the Dolphins New England uh, game real quick is that the Dolphins are lucking out because they right now are getting an unseasonably warm Foxborough. Yeah. The temperature is supposed to be almost 60 degrees on January 1st. You never see that in that area of the country uh, on January 1st. And so it's going to be balmy at home. I, I have no idea where that point spread's going to go. And man, the Vikings Packers one, it is that one's just confusing because I mean, I know the Vikings are barely beating people, but they're still winning all of these games. And the Packers just haven't looked impressive. Uh, yes, they won, but, uh, you know, Tua threw the game away. So, uh, yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, That's why I left mean, them off my best picks. I have no idea. That's fair. Um, the other one I think could
0: move, uh, Bengals and Bills. I think Bengals ended up being favored in that game where it's a pick them So, if you, if you like that now, you probably want to go ahead and get that. And then the Rams played so well on, on Christmas Day – The Chargers are minus seven on New Year's Day in in the Rams and Chargers building that they share. There'll be way more Rams fans there just because there are more Rams fans in Los Angeles. Seven points for Baker Mayfield and company against a Chargers team that doesn't close out anybody. I think that game closes at like five and a half or five. I think seven is too many there, so I could see that line moving too.
1: Yeah, I could absolutely see that. Baker Mayfield looks more comfortable in Sean McVay's system. And let's not forget, Brandon Staley used to be on Sean McVay's staff. So if anyone knows how to attack The Chargers' defense and knows what Brandon Staley does is absolutely Sean McVay.
0: All right, that'll do it for us. We'll be back for the recap show after Sunday Night Football between the Bucks and the Cardinals concludes. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Breach, I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys later.
1: You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24 7.